We're getting close to nuclear war. Did you know? Did you know this? Did you know this? It's nearly here. It's nearly here. We're nearly at the point of nuclear war. I'm almost at the point of nuclear war because my fucking laptop that I love. I love my laptop, but it's being a fucking laptop at the moment, now, currently. Just so many fucking problems with it. Suddenly. You know? <laughs> I'm real I'm I'm almost at the point of nuclear war. Fuck it. And it's not the Russians doing it or anyone else. Okay? My laptop is a great fucking laptop, but it is quite old. I've made many modifications to it to improve it. I I I'm sentimental towards it to be honest, you know? It has become a special thing to me. Uh but I need a new one. I need a new one. Hopefully I'll get it before nuclear war starts. The nuclear war is coming. Have you heard about this? Everyone out there? Has it already happened? Are you listening to this after the bombs have dropped? After the mushroom clouds have mushroomed? After you've become a nuclear fucking stick? A fucking marshmallow, a nuclear marshmallow you are now, aren't you? Yes, you are. I'm not. I survived. I I know this already. I did. Fucking hell, it's it's getting close, isn't it? It's getting close to the point where it's time to find a place far away from any military installations and stay there for a while. We're a few moves away. We are a few moves away from absolute fucking nuclear warfare i'm talking catastrophic apocalyptic apocalyptic a cop apocalyptic warfare we're talking about nuclear warfare apocalyptic okay it's nearly going to be happening soon just a few moves away we're just one move away from vladimir putin Doing some kind of uh, nuclear show of force. He could, you know, continue up the escalation ladder. As all these fucking articles like to call it. Going up the escalation ladder. He could, like, you know, he could nuke the Black Sea. He could, you know, set off a nuke over the Black Sea. Or in a location where nobody is somewhere. And it could be kind of ambiguous. Of course if it will be not seen as fucking ambiguous. But he could claim like hey it's a fucking test. I just decided needed to test. After all this time I needed to test. Okay calm down everyone. 
I didn't kill anyone. Just testing. Didn't kill anyone with a nuclear weapon. Just testing here is what Vladimir Putin could say. And of course that will serve as a warning. You know? That hey, if you don't fucking do as I say, I'm going to go up one more rung on the ladder of escalation. The le- the escalation ladder, <laughs> the less escalator. Okay, that's what he's thinking. Or he could be thinking, you know what? Skip all of that. I'm just gonna fucking use them on the battlefield where I need to and really win this thing. Or he could be thinking, fuck that. I'm gonna go all the way to nuke Kiev. Kiev, gonna nuke in me Kievs and just, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna nuke all of the population centers of Ukraine. He could be thinking that, you know, he could be, or he could go beyond that and be like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna do it all. (laughs) How many thousands of nukes have I got currently under my command? And oh, is my position a bit tenuous? Is it the most tenuous it's been ever? Maybe I should just fucking end things in a spectacular way. And the funny thing is, nobody fucking knows except Vladimir Putin. This fucking little twat man. This is the guy. This is the guy that gets to be the guy right now doing all of this and look if it's not Vladimir Putin it will be someone else eventually nuclear weapons exist they are going to kill billions of people one day okay the only the only way that nuclear weapons aren't used in that kind of large-scale way that kill billions of people that end human civilization as we know it is if there's a new weapon that supersedes nuclear weapons that can be even more devastating, all right? And that becomes the nuclear weapon, okay? The new nuclear weapon. As we see nuclear weapons, that new weapon is that, okay? That's the only fucking way, all right? Or a virus, like an engineered virus or artificial intelligence, some kind of emerging technology, something new, something really new that really does supersede nuclear weapons. That's the only way. And then that thing will be used. And look, that, that could happen, or it might not happen. And nuclear weapons could remain, you know, the big, bad bold weapon could be it it could be it It could just be nukes um yeah and if it that's the case then they will be used they'll be used to kill a lot of fucking people they've already been used to kill some people ask the japanese ask them about it the americans nuked um you know beautiful japan It was crazy Japan at the time. But hey, I love Japan. It's a beautiful place. I've been there twice. I 
I'm going to go back at some point now that they're opening up. They're opening up for fuck's sake. Finally. So is Taiwan, by the way. You know, my favorite, these favorite countries of mine are now finally opening up. We're not talking about that right now, though, are we? (laughs) Anyway, yeah, US nuked Japan. And there you go, killed some people. And Putin is now, I don't think he'll do, I'm actually writing a blog post about this at the moment. Uh, And in the blog post, I'm talking about how Vladimir Putin is a number two. He is. He's a number two of history. He's. He was actually, do you know this? I don't think a lot of people know this or, you know, kind of have it in their mind when they think of Vladimir Putin. But he was the second president of the Russian Federation. Not the first. He's not George Washington. No, he's fucking not. He's got that fucking label of second president of something. And you never want to be the second president of something. You know, you never want to be the second president of something. You want to be the you want to be another number. You want to be first. And if if you can't be first at president of that thing cuz ah, it's just already happened, then you become like a fucking pretty much a first of a new thing. You know, like an Abraham Lincoln, like an FDR. You know, like, hey, I'm not the first president of the United States, but my presidency basically created a new version of this country and this world, created something new, you know. But you don't want to be number fucking two. You're a fucking John Adams. That's what Vladimir Putin is. He's a John Adams of Russia. And uh, even his Wikipedia article... I think I've talked about this before, or or I've written about it before. Um, Yeah, I've said it somewhere. That even Vladimir Putin's Wikipedia article, let's go to it right now, and let's see if it's still this way. But he's not, it doesn't say, like, the second president of Russia. It just says president of Russia. You know, he's hidden it. And I think he's behind it. I think he he's making Wikipedia hide it, to be honest. Yeah, President of Russia. It doesn't say second president of Russia. Like you go to the you know, the Wikipedia page of American presidents, what does it say? You know, it gives the number. But with Putin, it does not. It does not give the number. Okay. Yeah. And he's going to be a number two of uh, nuclear history as well. Nuclear weaponry history. It's becoming really serious now. And it's becoming close to the point where he uses them. And I think just like he got Wikipedia, just like he's threatening the people at Wikipedia to, you know, not put second president of Russia there on the fucking, you know, the blue thing. On the right, he doesn't want that. Or at the top, if you're using the mobile, he doesn't want that. And just like he did that, he is going to try and do something new. You know, he wants to be the first at something with the nuclear weapons. And most likely that's going to be some kind of large-scale use in warfare. You know, not one or two 
but many. And I think that's in his mind. That's really in his mind. Like I can't just use one or two. I've got to use, you know, 30, 40, 50, 100, 60, 70, 5,000, all of them. Maybe 3,000, just a number, but a, a significant number to really kind of get that stink of being second, you know, so that he's not considered the second person to use them, even though he will be. But what supersedes that is the first person to use them on a large scale. Maybe the first person to destroy a country's capital. Maybe he will hit Kiev. Maybe he'll do that. And look, if he hits Kiev, the war's over. In terms of Russia v. Ukraine. If he hits Kiev, and with that most likely hitting a bunch of other population centers, the war's over between Russia and Ukraine. But then... Does a new war start between NATO and Russia? And that's a question. You know, I think if he uses the weapons against, if he orders the use of the weapons against Ukraine on a small scale, if he does do a small scale thing, then that has more of a likelihood to bring in the United States, to bring in NATO as a whole, and to actually conventionally destroy Russian forces, to destroy the Black Sea Fleet, to destroy the Black Sea Fleet, to destroy the Black Sea Fleet, and to, you know, crush Russia in this war. Um, Or maybe even, you know, tit for tat, use nukes back on on a limited scale. So the best thing maybe for him is to go big. It might be the best thing. Because if Russia really does nuke Ukraine on a large scale, hits Kiev, hits other population centers, you know, destroys Ukrainian forces as well, ends the war this way between Russia and Ukraine, between them and Ukraine, then look, the United States, the United Kingdom, France, everyone, all nuclear weapons countries and other countries as well, is just going to look at Russia and go, all right, (laughs) I guess you really fucking wanted that, didn't you? You wanted it so much, you destroyed it. Have it then. Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean... I mean, should I? Should I destroy Russia and myself (laughs) and everyone else? Most people? Maybe Fiji will be okay. Maybe South Africa okay. Maybe Brazil okay. Maybe New Zealand will get by. But there's going to be a lot of big, powerful countries with big, powerful weapons called nukes who who are going down. And everyone's going to get in on the fun. North Korea will launch on South Korea and Japan. If they got some spare, they'll probably spend all of them on on South Korea, but maybe also Japan as well, just for like, yeah, fuck it. 
China will China will probably nuke Japan. I was thinking about this the other day, and in this kind of situation, I don't think China nukes the United States. Maybe they do, but that's not their priority. Their priority is to nuke everyone around them that can come into their territory after they've been destroyed by the United States nuclearly. Nuke, nuke by nukes, okay? <laughs> They're going to want to nuke Japan. They're going to want to nuke South Korea. They're going to want to nuke even, you know, Eastern Russia. Okay. They're going to definitely want to nuke India. You know, surrounding countries. Vietnam uh, might even be nuked. Um, You know, they don't want any countries, whoever the fuck is left in these countries, coming in and being able to swallow up territory you know so i i I think china in a large-scale nuclear confrontation you know multiple players a large-scale nuclear war with multiple players i think they nuke countries like japan south korea india i don't think they go you know they don't have that many nuclear weapons either so i think they leave the for i think they leave russia to take care of the united states and they focus on you know, the country surrounding them, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, but India will get involved. They'll probably nuke China, definitely nuke Pakistan. Pakistan will nuke India, Israel with their, what, 90 nuclear weapons or something like that. I don't know, maybe they'll nuke themselves. <laughs> maybe they'll be like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. Let's just fucking end ourselves. No, they'll probably nuke. I mean, you know who they'll nuke. You know, they'll nuke. <laughs> they'll nuke Iran. Um, or who else people be nuking? The UK. Who's the UK going to nuke? Probably Russia. They might save a few for France and Germany. Just, f- just for fuck it's sakes. Who's France going to nuke? Yeah, probably Russia. Maybe a few for the UK and Germany as well. Um, Why not? The US, of course, nukes Russia. Maybe even nukes the United Kingdom. Like, you know, why not? Finally, getting revenge for the War of 1812. Fuck you, Buckingham Palace. Fucking fuck off. Fuck off. Burn. Have I missed anyone out? What other nuclear nation? North Korea, did I say that? I think so. I am... Yeah. Maybe I... Did I miss any? I wrote this on my website either yesterday or a few days ago. I think it was yesterday. Never trade weapons for assurances. Like Ukraine did. Ukraine traded nuclear fucking weapons. For assurances. This war never would have happened. Never would have happened. If Ukraine had nuclear weapons. And now... Like, the the whole fucking conversation on this planet right now 
is, hey, is Russia going to nuke Ukraine? I also said on my website, always blame the victim. And I believe that. I believe you should always blame the victim. If someone shoots me or stabs me or runs me over with a fucking truck or something, I think it's my fault. Just like if I shoot, stab, or run someone over with a truck, I think it's the fucking person I did those things to's fault. Always blame the victim. People people say, oh, never blame the victim. Oh, fuck off. You should always have an ability to defend yourself. And if you if you don't, if you if you willingly give that away, that, that ability away, or or if you just don't develop it, then it's your fault. That's the true nature of this world. Okay? It's it's what reality is. It's what the reality of being a living organism is. And I know people like to pretend we live in this human, whatever the fuck that is, human human society with these human moral rules and things. But they don't fucking really exist. They're made up fake things. They're not just made up. They're fake. They're not real. They don't mean shit. So, look, there are people who should be blamed more, and there are many people in Ukraine who didn't, you know, have the power exactly to change things. Or maybe they did, but, you know, everyone can't, you know. Every single person in Ukraine can't. Or maybe they can. But look, the people who really deserve the blame are the politicians, the Ukrainian politicians who gave away those nuclear weapons because it has destroyed their country. They gave them away a long time ago. You know? And look, it's not really even a long time ago. Decades, that's it. Decades and now your country's been destroyed. You're in this war with Russia. And your whole country could be destroyed with nuclear weapons. It's an option on the table right now that your civilization, your nation, could become a nuclear graveyard. You should never have given away those nuclear weapons. Every country should have nuclear weapons. Every single country should have nuclear weapons in today's world. Okay? They do prevent war. If you have nukes, you are safe. It's just the reality of the situation. Okay? And it was just such a dumb fucking move. For the Ukrainian governing people, the Ukrainian government at the time, to give them away. Just so fucking dumb.
It does make me angry. It does. All right, let's talk more about the fact that we could... We could be in World War Three right now. Whatever this is, this is the pre-nuclear devastation days, weeks, months. This is what it is. We know now what it's like living in the days, the weeks, the months before some kind of nuclear war. And it might happen, it might not happen. But either way, this is what it feels like. And people, you know, way back in the 60s knew what it felt like as well during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Honestly, I think now we are at the same level. And honestly, I think now we're at the same level as the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I think we're going beyond that, to be honest. I think we're going beyond it. Okay, because Cuban Missile Crisis, there wasn't a fucking active war going on. It was the Cold War. But this is a real fucking proxy war going on. And one side and the supposed more powerful side, not the supposed, (laughs) maybe supposed conventionally, but definitely more powerful in terms of overall weaponry they've got fucking thousands of nuclear weapons and that side is it's losing compared to where it wants to be it's losing it's losing ground it's getting pushed back and we're getting closer and closer to russia using nukes and then the response to that and depending on the response uh, and then depending on the response to that response, you know, that's where World War Three. hi, hi, I'm here, I'm World War Three. hello, here I am. That's where it comes in. And that's where large-scale, just nuclear fucking ICBMs flying all over the planet happens at that point. And it's, it's, it could happen today. Every single one of those things could happen today or in the next few days. We're at that point. They could happen at any time from now until this situation is somehow paused. Okay. If Russia wins back some territory in eastern Ukraine, in the areas that it has annexed, then... This might pause if you if the West kind of thinks, hey, let's just kind of give Russia that bit and kind of pull back on the support for Ukraine now and pause this thing for a while. Then it could end. But it's a possibility, but that's not what that doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like things are just going to keep escalating. We're playing chicken here, all right? And you can't lose a game of chicken. You can't swerve first. You swerve first, you're a little fucking gay boy. And I'm not talking about being homosexual, all right? Uh. 
Little gay boys to me are a different thing than being homosexual. Okay. I love homosexuals. I do not love little gay boys. And you can't be a little gay boy. You cannot swerve first. You can't fucking do it. I said you should have gone in first. You should have gone in first. That's what I always believed. And when Russia did it, when they invaded, I said, you should have gone in first. You should have gone into Ukraine with fucking everything conventionally. And you should have stood at the Ukrainian border with Russia and said, come on then. Let's have World War Three. Come on. And it wouldn't have happened. Or it would have happened then, but we don't have to go through all this bullshit. You know, all of this fucking escalation ladder bullshit. No, you have to be the crazier person. You have to be more insane than the other guy to win a war. And right now, Vladimir Putin is the more insane guy. And he is losing conventionally. But in terms of his nuclear threats, he's winning. And if he uses them, he will win. Okay? So, I mean, it just, it all depends. Like, like this war, all this whole fucking situation has already been lost before it even happened. Because you didn't go in first. I would have gone in first. I would have gone in first with everything. I would have stood at the Ukrainian border of Russia and I would have said, come on, let's go. I want to play. I want to fucking have this war. Let's go. Let's play. Let's have some fun. Come on. Yes, that's what we do. Yes. That's what should have happened. But now, Putin's got one option left, it seems like. It's it's increasingly seeming like he's got one option less. It's increasingly seeming like Putin's got one option left if he wants to win the war. And of course he does. And that is to use the nukes. Okay. Let me let me explain this even more if if these if Joe Biden's listening and he doesn't understand, okay? He doesn't understand, so I'll explain some more. But I'm not going to explain again, so listen carefully, Joe. You go in first. You act crazy. You prevent Putin from going in. He cries about it. All right? Or nuclear war straight away. Okay. But when you let Ukraine fight Russia, conventionally, and you're the guy with all the others in NATO supplying the weaponry. And you are supporting Ukraine <laughs> to win the war conventionally against Russia. And then Ukraine does start winning. Then what happens is Russia thinks, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I've already done this war. I'm already committed. And now I'm losing because the West 
is giving them all of these weapons. I'm fighting a proxy war here, and I'm losing. But I've got a bunch of nuclear weapons, and if I use my nuclear weapons, then the West isn't going to use theirs against me. Are they really going to destroy themselves because of Ukraine? Or are they just going to go, uh, oh well, okay, you can have it now, you've destroyed it, and uh, yeah. Don't feel like Washington, D.C., New York City, London, Paris, Los Angeles, Chicago, Tokyo even. Who who fucking knows? I know they don't have nukes, but maybe even Tokyo. Sydney, same thing. Vancouver, maybe they'll destroy Vancouver. We over here in the West don't feel like that all happening. So, yeah, you nukes Ukraine. You've won the war. We will now cry about it forever. Fuck. It's very frustrating. It really is. I don't know if Russia is going to use nuclear weapons. But if I was in the Kremlin right now, if I was the president of Russia... If I was the president of Russia right now, I would use nuclear weapons currently in this situation. And people like to say, oh, it's irrational. He's being, he's not. He's being completely fucking rational at this point. He's doing everything to win this war. And he will do everything, it seems like, to win this war. And he's trying to scare and threaten nuclear nuclear weapons so that the West backs off and they don't continue supplying Ukraine because they can now see something happens and bang in their head they can now see a few moves ahead and he just wants to end it he wants his victory but he's not getting that victory and it really does look like the, like the West and Ukraine are just beating the absolute shit conventionally out of Russia. And at this point, if I was in that situation, I would order large-scale nuclear strikes against Ukraine. I would finish it, and then I would give a speech, pre-recorded, ready to go. Okay, look, it's time to be serious. I've warned you, and now look what I did. Okay, these are the results. These are the consequences. This is what fucking happens. I want Ukraine. I wanted it to be a puppet state. And if I couldn't have it as a puppet state, fuck it. If I couldn't get someone in there to be a puppet and the people just go along with it, then I'll try and take as much of it as I can and destroy the rest. If you respond to this, you can have your fucking sanctions and silly things like that. But if you respond to this militarily, it's done. Okay? Me and all of my government and all of the military are in agreement. Okay? You respond, I end the world. That's the decision. 
I've made that decision, and I have made everybody agree with me, and they do, baby, they do. I've got so much fucking power here. I got this shit on lockdown. I got it all on lockdown here. It's all mine until I'm fucking dead. All right? Ukraine is mine. Fuck off. Unless you want all of us to burn. That's what you do. At this point, that's what you do if you're Putin. If you're Putin, that's what you do. If you're the president of Russia, that's what you do right now. And look, if you're the president of the United States, you've already lost. You've already lost because you didn't see, you know, you didn't see the board, how it would play out. And you fucked up. You and everyone in NATO with any real power and influence, you fucked it up. Because this is a game that you win at the beginning. Once it begins, this is a game you lose if you don't make that decision in the beginning, if you don't take it from the beginning. And I really do feel like now people are saying it's still, it's a low probability, probability bullshit. You don't know probabilities if you think it's low. It's high. And it would actually surprise me if he doesn't use nuclear weapons at this point to win this war. It really would surprise me. And it's just a matter of time. Maybe it will be now. Maybe... They'll fight on on the ground without nukes for as long as they can until a real collapse of everything in eastern Ukraine is going to happen. And then that's the point they'll use them. Who knows? Who knows the time scale of these things? But it's, it's going to happen. The only thing that I think... The only thing that would prevent it is a significant change in Russia. You know, Putin's dead. There's there's a massive change of not just Putin, but his successor and the the thinking of the people that come after him. There's some kind of intervention internally or just nature, you know. Maybe he just dies naturally. Some big change like that happens. And there's some kind of negotiated peace where Russia loses, but they can still claim some kind of victory. Some bullshit kind of victory. So that's one way I can see it not going nuclear. And the only other way is um, probably the more likely way of it not going nuclear, and that is if this mobilization does work. I mean, it seems a bit chaotic, but these are stories mostly in the Western press, and you can't really believe them at all, can you? No. So look, if this mobilization does work, and they do start regaining territory... 
then maybe it freezes at that point. And Putin goes, okay, that's a victory for now. I'm going to pause this thing. I'm going to regroup. I'm going to rebuild. I'm going to, you know, take this victory for now. And I'll be back later if I can. And I want to, of course. Yeah. But if either of those things don't happen, then it's going nuclear. And I don't think we keep climbing up this escalation ladder in this situation. No. I don't think the West and Russia keep climbing up that escalation ladder. I think it just goes large-scale nuclear fucking war against Ukraine. Nuclear destruction. And it's such a shock. And such a powerful thing. Oh, fuck. This is a thing that just happened. That's when everyone kind of thinks, no, 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 no. This ends now. They can have Ukraine. (laughs) We fucked up, clearly. We should have fucking put them in NATO earlier. We should have been more aggressive. We could, you know, think of these things out later. We should listen to Brad. Should listen to fucking Brad. Should listen to Brad. Should listen to Brad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're done now. Okay, Russia. <laughs> Take it. We're not going to do the whole World War Three nuclear apocalypse kind of thing okay we're done you win that's probably what is going to happen <sighs> other stuff can happen like there's a few percentage points you know that I there's a f- there's a very small percentage there's a 5 to 10% chance that other things happen <laughs> but yeah. You know I'm always right, so. Also, Russia was not behind the attacks on Nord Stream, okay? Don't believe the Western media. That's fucking hilarious. The fact that Russia would destroy their own pipelines, their own instrument. Of leverage against Europe when they can just turn off the tap. They turn off the tap. Why do they destroy it? Why the fuck do they need to destroy their own pipelines that they constantly use to blackmail Europe? Huh? No. Especially since they've already turned off the tap. Okay? Taps are off. Already turned off those taps. Of course it was the United States. Most likely, the United, most likely the United States, um, or some kind of combination of the U.S. and you know other NATO countries, other allied countries. It's not fucking Russia. If it was Russia, that would just be really strange and would be against their self-interest. Uh, 
So, yeah, very likely not Russia. And the Western media is trying to claim like, oh, it was Russia because they wanted to cause more chaos in the gas market. Ooh, fuck off. They can do that, you know. They've already done that, okay. A, a, a bit more of a of of chaos in the gas market isn't going to do much, and it it's a lot. It's not worth destroying that leverage, you know. It's not worth completely getting rid of that when you know that if you keep that through the winter, if you've still got that tool, you know that instrument. That weapon there for European countries, you know, in their cold winter, thinking, ah, if we just kind of negotiate with Russia, we can get our fucking energy back. It would be so much easier and more convenient, and we really kind of need it now. Oh, fuck, we should. Oh, should we negotiate? Yeah, oh, we have to. What should we do? Yeah. It's in the self-interest of the United States and other NATO countries to to completely destroy that those pipelines. They didn't completely destroy them, but they did do significant damage. Um, they're not going to be up running anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah, but that's been another funny thing that's kind of been going alongside this uh, uh, World War Free talk is. Um, Everyone talking about Russia being behind those attacks on Nord Stream. It's funny when you really see propaganda like that, like wartime propaganda. Because you know the people who are writing it and saying it on the news. They know better. They know it was, wasn't fucking Russia. Uh, but they still have to act. They still have to pretend. Because they've, uh, you know, they've all got the memo. This is the narrative... And if you if you want to keep your job, then uh, yeah, this is what you are going to believe for a while. Later on, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll probably tell the truth about it later on. But for now, this is the uh, narrative. And look, you can hedge a bit, but not too much. Okay, not too much. Go and convince the people the truth of reality. All right, then. That's it. Nuclear war's coming. <sighs> Nuclear war is coming. All right. That's it for now. See you in the next one.